Welcome to Which Side Do You Want, where we talk all things tennis. I'm your co-host, Ruffin Thornton, and I'll be joined by my good friend, James Skinner. Unlike most tennis podcasts, we cover hot topics, from the lawns to the concrete, from the pros to the park, and all things in between. Welcome to Which Side Do You Want? Welcome back, tennis fans, to the follow-up of our first episode on the 2021 Wimbledon preview. When we last left, James and I were discussing some of the more intriguing men's and women's first-round matchups at the All-England Club. This week, we'll talk about our predictions and surprises of the first and second week and give you our predictions on upcoming matches and our overall predictions for the tournament. So, James, what's up? How you been? Hey, Ruffin. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm doing all right. Ruffin, 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 has this or has this not been a great first week with the post-COVID Wimbledon? Oh, it has been an excellent tournament to watch. It's been everything that we should have expected. Yeah, yeah. The drama, all types of drama, but the match play has been has, has been just incredible. Just incredible. I agree, man. So you ready to do this? Let's do it. Okay, so... um. So, based on our lead-in, which side do you want? Surprises of the first week or predictions of the second week? All right. I'm going to go with predictions for the second week, Ruffin, on this one. Um, because there, we got a lot of interesting matchups that I would like to talk about and throw them at you and see what you think. Okay. I'm good with that. Now, uh, looking at the... Uh, at the draw, and we're looking at the first half of the women's or ladies' singles draw, and I have a few predictions coming up uh, in the fourth into the fourth round. Our matches uh, we're going to start off with uh, Australia's favorite child, uh, Ash Barty, who goes up against the uh, upstart Giant Slayer, uh, tough as nails uh, tennis player. Former doubles champ, but now legitimate singles player, and that's uh, Krajikova. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Krajikova or Krajikova. Yeah, we'll go with <laughs> it. We're gonna go with it. If anybody wants to, you can hit us up and say, "All right, James, this is how you pronounce this child's name." But anyway, Krajikova. But anyway, she is uh, an amazing talent, and I'm waiting for this child to break, but she hasn't broken yet, and she's gotten titles now, and she is legit. However, once again, it's on grass, and it's Wimbledon, and Ash Barty has been there before. Right. She played a tough match against uh, her doubles partner in uh, Siniakova. Siniakova. Thank you. Thank you, Ruffin. I'm I'm still in it, folks. I'm I'm working them. I'll get it soon. But, um, and they play a kind of similar style of game. Now it was rough, but it was rough for Barty. She had her peaks and flows, but she hung in there. And when she needed those big points, when she needed to hold it down, she did. And that quite impressed me. So that, especially that last uh, set, that could have gone uh, either way. She ended up, you know, holding it down when she needs to. And I think uh, it's going to be tough because I think Krajikova, Krajikova, thank you. I think Krajikova, I think her doubles partner is going to tell her, look, this is what I did against this child. Right. So she's going to come in there prepared. And she's a tough player. And I don't I don't think she's going to be intimidated. But I'm one, I'm thinking that Barty is also not going to be intimidated. Um, the crowd's going to be in her favor, uh, even though she's Australian. But I guess they figure she's close enough. They love her there. She's got that personality and the million-dollar smile. But she's got the toughest nails game also. She is tough. And I think she's going to pull through on this one. But right. it's going to be a war. That's going to be one's, one of those matches. I, I will put it up in the popcorn, but it's not the total popcorn. Right. It's like a half a cup of popcorn you want to watch. And we'll talk about the full full uh, bucket in a minute. But um, So I see Ash Barty coming out of that one in three well-played, tough sets. Pretty good. To get her into the quarterfinals. Now, coming still in that top half of the draw... We have the uh, darling of the British uh, British uh, countryside right now, uh, young teenage sensation, uh, Ryder Kanu. 
And this young lady has, I'd never heard of her before this tournament, right. to be honest with you. I know she's had a, you know, uh, she had a good junior career, so I heard. And, but I just didn't know her of her. But she has captured the, she's the tournament's darling this year. And uh, she's going to have the entire nation behind her. And I, I'm looking for an upset. Uh, Tamjanovic is a tough player, uh, but the setting, she's going to be on center court Wimbledon, of course. Uh, the whole nation is going to be, and this, this child seems to really, um, really lift her game up with the crowd. She gets into it, and the Brits love that kind of, that, that type of personality on the court. So I see that is a minor upset, and I say minor upset because this kid is legitimate. She can play. So I'm looking to see her get through. And I would really look forward to seeing that matchup between her and Ash Barty in the quarterfinals um, uh, next week. Now, uh, another, I would look at uh, uh, the other one at, at the bottom, of course, is uh, the, the lone American female, uh, Corey Coco Goff, who goes up against Angelique Kerber. Um, I, I see Goff coming through this one. Right. It's going to be tough. Kerber has won this title before. She's a veteran, but it's something about golf. I don't know. I think this year she just she seems to be putting it together. Yeah, I I agree. And uh, it's tough. So I'm just you know those are for that first half first half of that draw. Those that's where I'm kind of leaning. Yeah, um, I agree with you on that uh, golf Kerber Kerber matchup. But uh, golf definitely has the ability to to pull it out, and if she pulls it out. You know, she can go far and at least play Ash Barty uh, later on in the tournament to, in the semis. Yes. that would be, I think that would be an incredible semifinal. Uh, and I think golf is hungry. I think sure. she's ready. And I, so those that's that first half of the draws where I see, you know, some of the predictions I have there. What about the bottom half? The bottom half of the women's draw. Um, well, we got uh, Plitskova and Samsonova. And I'm I'm thinking that Pliskova is going to pull this one out. Uh, she has been up and down. She ebbs and flows. But she is, this, up to the first few matches, she hasn't dropped a set. She's looking strong. And she has a game that can win on grass. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I, I, I got to disagree with you on that one, though. I like Samson, Samsonova over Pliskova only because she reminds me, and uh, some of the other commentators have said this as well, of a a hungry young Maria Sharapova. Mm. Not that I really like Sharapova because I just don't <laughs> like Sharapova, but, you know, right. to each his own. We're objective now. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> either way, she she's hitting the ball hard. She, you know, she took out Sloan, you know, yeah. one of my favorites. Um, and, she, you know, she deserved to win that match. Uh, she's a yeah. little up and down. She, you know, she's got really high highs but and some unpredictable lows, but I think she'll beat Pliskova. Who else you got? Well, we got, of course, the uh, uh, the lone American in this this half of the draw, of course, is Madison Keys. And uh, Madison goes up against uh, Gublik, yep. uh, Victoria Gublik. And I didn't know much about this young lady either, to yeah. be honest with you. I've, um, but I've watched her play. I watched her against Madison Bringle, and, and she was quite impressive. She uh, And... Um, that was she. That was kind of a drubbing of, of Bringle. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, but I. Once again, which Madison is going to show up? Well, I, personally, I think Madison has been pretty, pretty level, and she's on a, a comfortable surface. And, and if this tournament was a week, I'd say yeah. But it's a fortnight, and that to me, uh, you know. If she can hold it together, she's right. got the she's got the skills that can pay the bills. She sure, can, she's got the big serve, big I mean, just fluid, big power, um, and she could she could take this on grass. And the grass is getting a little drier now, so the ball's playing a little faster, a little quicker, um, and that works in her favor. Yeah, yeah, but again, we for, we forget that Madison is a Grand Slam Finals um, com, uh, competitor as well. That's she's true. been there. So the two weeks she's been there, she's been to the fourth round of Wimbledon several times. I think her best result was a quarterfinals matchup a couple years ago, or maybe even a semis. I, I have to check. And Goblik did beat her last two opponents pretty solidly. She she beat the brakes off of uh, Madison Bringle. She 
She dusted off Danielle Collins, which was a little surprising. surprising yeah. But, you know, as we were discussing earlier, did not realize that Danielle was coming off of a, a surgery. So that that's that's a good point. That might have lent itself into her play. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we both sentimentally uh, are pulling for Madison Keys. I think you really believe she's going to make it. I think it's going to be tough, depending on which Madison shows up. Okay. Now, uh, one of the here's the popcorn match. <laughs> Woo! I can't wait for this one, brother. Oh man! So we have uh, Iga Swiatek from Poland goes up against Ange Jabour from. Uh, Tunisia. Tunisia, thank you. Northern Africa, Tunisia. And I, woo, contrasting styles, bro. Oh, I know. I just see this is really that that match that, ooh, bring the popcorn. This is a big bucket of popcorn and, and a soda. Maybe throw some jujubes on this one because <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just really looking forward to this. Both, both had impressive uh, third rounds, but none more impressive than Jabour's. I... That was one of the best matches I'd seen mm -hmm. so far in the tournament. And she's an amazing young player with an amazing story, amazing background. And you can't help but to pull for her. Right. Because she's got a whole nation, a whole culture behind her. And everyone is always funny. We talked about this earlier. You know, everybody talks about her being the first um, uh, Arab, Arab uh, uh, player to woman to emerge this far in the tournament. But what they never mention is that she's also the first African, <laughs> you know, Tunisia is in the northern part, part of Africa, Africa people. Right. So I haven't heard that. I haven't heard a commentator mention that once. Right. But she is, you know, um, there have been South South African tennis players in the past, but no, um, no African uh, player uh, that I can remember that uh, somebody can let us know if there's someone else, but has reached this woman female has reached this uh, round and she is legit yeah. she's a, a crafty intelligent player she has every shot she uh, can make she's that kind of creative tennis player but then she goes up against a banger yeah and Sriatek is a banger who has no fear and who has uh, uh, she had a tough match against Bagu in the third round but um and it went three sets but oh my gosh uh, um uh, not Begu, I'm sorry. She she crushed Begu in the uh, in the, first in, round. the, in the uh, third round. Yeah. She played her in the third round, and she just straight crushed her. Okay. Um, and she was like that. That's 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 her form. She just goes through. So it's going to be interesting to see them two go up against each other. I don't know what you think about that, but I think I see Jabor coming through. You know, uh, in contrasting, I, I like Suyantek uh, over Jabor, and uh, and here's why. I think. Because Suantec's been there, she's a Grand Slam champion as well. She has been very, very impressive. When she lost in the French Open, when she was defending her title last uh, last Slam, um, she really, to me, did not have uh, any fear of anything that was going on. Not the moment, not the not the opponent, and even though she lost, um, she still played within herself. Fearlessly, and that's where I think she's going to have the advantage over Ange Jabour. But you know, we'll see. We'll be looking for that matchup on yeah. Monday. But who's the crowd going to be in favor of? Right, that's yeah. going to be all. You know, and that's this child. I'm going to tell you, you go and throw up. <laughs> you at match, you get closing out a match, match and you yeah. go and throw up on the hollow grounds of Wimbledon, and <laughs> for the world to see, and and come right back, and come right back and hold it down and win. I, you, I'm your, I'm a, I, like I told you, I text you, I said, right. man, I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan. fan. Yep. I'm a fan for life, just based on that alone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the last one at the bottom half of the women's draw, you have uh, uh, Rabakina and uh, going up against. Uh, Sabalenka, and once again, excuse me if I destroy these names. I'm going to get them, folks. But um, this one, to me, is a toss-up. Uh, I would more, me personally, I think uh, Sabalenka uh, will come through this, and I just say because she has that kind of grass court game. She's got the power and, and everything, and, and like I said, the ground is drying up. It's playing a little, you know, a little faster, a little quicker. People aren't slipping and sliding all over like they were earlier in uh they're still slipping, but not like they were first week and uh, early first weekend. So I see her possibly coming through. She had an impress. Uh, she impressed me with that win over Sario, man. She just kind of 
straight crushed her on three. And, uh, so it just seemed like she's got it together. I, you know, but that one to me is a toss up. Um, um, I don't know. What do you think on that one? Uh, for me, I, I like Sabalenka over Robokina, um, just because Sabalenka, like you just said, she's hitting the cover off the ball. She really is playing well. The only thing that can trip her up is Sabalenka, personally, yeah. uh, because her, her emotions can get in the way. She can start to self-doubt, but at the end of the day, she's a number two seed for a reason, not just because two of the t- top four players have bowed out. She still would probably be... Uh, a force to rec- be reckoned with at this Grand Slam. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Um, so that's about it. So so that means I got the men's. You got the men's. Um, so here are my predictions. In the top half, we've got Novak um, playing Garen. And let's just be real, folks. <laughs> Novak's on a mission. If, see, if yeah, you, anybody from Chile right now, they mad at you, man. Right. I know. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got to realize Novak is looking to um, for history. He's going to try to match what Steffi Graf did back in, what was it, 96? 96, the Golden Slam. The Golden Slam. Yeah. Uh, and he's he's already kind of acknowledged that he's looking for this kind of stretch of history. To get a calendar year slam, he's already halfway there. If he gets there with Wimbledon, he'll look towards the Olympics. It's going to be played in Japan. It should be on a, a neutral surface where the only thing that can really stop him would be his health. So uh, I look at Novak beating Garen. Uh, sorry for those fans in Chile. <laughs> uh, for the next matchup in the in the top half of the men's fourth round, Rublev over Fukovic. Um, Rublev looks like he's getting more and more comfortable on grass, and that's that's going to be a key, especially for the second part of a Grand Slam. I don't know where Fukovic's game is. I, I haven't really seen him thus far, but I like Rublev and from what I've seen. Now, the popcorn, one of my popcorn matches um, of the men's draw thus far is our my one of my favorite, and I've been on record of saying this. Um, Sebastian Corder is what Americans men's tennis has been looking for. That champion that they can hang their hat on uh, for the next couple of years. And Sebastian is cool as they come. As our rest in peace, as um, Stuart Scott used to say, he's as cool as the other side <laughs> of the pillow. So that matchup against uh, Kachanoff, um, I Sentimentally, I think Corder can pull it out, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Karen Hatchinoff uh, pulled it out. But I'm I'm going with Corder. Um, in the next round, uh, or not in the next round, uh, below that in the top half of the men's draw, Shapovalov over Batista Agu. I think after um, Shapovalov took out Murray. Murray, you know, he's got to be full of confidence. And Batista Agu, uh, gotta love him, but he just doesn't really impress the top players uh, with other than his his uh, him being a pro's pro. You know, he he gets everything back. You gotta beat him. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna lose the match. You know, what do you think? Yeah, I I uh, I'm pulling for shop on this one, but it's it's with the slight. Batista Agut is that type. He is, you're right. He is that type of player that he uh, he doesn't do anything, but he wins. He has a high winning percentage because yeah. he's a very smart, intelligent, crafty player. And he takes and gets the most out of his game, and he makes you beat him. Right. Okay. You you're not gonna. He's not gonna give you anything. And shop shop is that type of player. If he is on, he's on. He is on. But he goes for everything. Every shot he goes, you know, to correct the shot, he hits it harder, faster. And he moves at this pace. And he's an incredible athlete to watch. And if he's on, oh, it's a straight set win. Right. He'll take but but Batista Good is a thinker, man. He's that that dude. He's gonna sit there and he's gonna he's gonna learn from this. He's gonna get he's gonna get stung and he's gonna learn from them stings. He's gonna come back. So can shop hold it down. He's a young kid. And he's got all the talent in the world, and he can hit the ball a ton. He has one of the sweetest backhands in the game. I like that one-handed backhand. Yeah. Be, of course, I'm partial to the one-handed backhands, but his is just – and so 
I'm giving him the edge, but I wouldn't be surprised if Batista good pulled this one out. Yeah, I can see that yeah. as well. Yeah, and let me give you props on on Corda because I'll tell you folks, uh, I never heard of Sebastian Corda months and months ago, and Ruffin called me and told me this kid was going to be the real deal, and that's when I first watched him in a, a tournament, and I, you know. So I'll give you props. You were singing his praises a long time oh, before I even knew who you were. They said, oh, it's Peter Corda's son. Oh. <laughs> yeah, now okay, we Peter know. Corda's son. There's okay. the pedigree right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Woodstock. Absolutely. Remember he was called Woodstock. Woodstock. He used to do the crazy dance. When oh, he yeah, when he won a match. Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, Peter Corda, um, or Petra Corda, yeah. uh, is a Grand Slam champion. A little bit of fact, known fact about the Corda family. He's got... Two sisters, not one, but two sisters that are on the women's tour, one of which is the number one women's golfer in the world. So he's got the pedigree to do well. What kind of gene pool did they have? Absolutely. That athletic gene pool was off the charts. Off the charts. <laughs> so uh, let's move on. All right. So um, in our next matchup uh, for the fourth round, the watch Berrettini, the Italian, Ooh. over Avishka. I'm not even going to say much more. I don't even know who Avishka <laughs> is. And I don't mean to be uh, flippant, oh, man. but I just don't know who this guy is. And I watch tennis. But Berrettini, no matter who he's playing right now, he is playing lights out. You would not think that Italians would play well on grass. This boy is playing well on grass. Yeah. He's probably playing well on any surface yeah, right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so well, I, I give him the the win over Avishka Avishka the Belarusian yeah yeah uh, yeah I'm I'm gonna go with you on that one man Berrettini's he gonna move through this one yeah. he's got thunk the ball man it's just, <laughs> absolutely I love watching he just blasts the ball with no conscience <laughs> yeah big first serve yes. big forehand yeah and hits a drop shot like what yeah you and mean he, but you know his motion he he holds with an extreme Western right. grip. Even on the service, watch his serve. People watch him hit a service and how he gets the pace on it. Yeah. And he's on grass. On grass. <laughs> Lord help him. <laughs> so for our next matchup, uh, Alexander Zverev plays Felix Azier Aliassime. FAA. FAA. Who's going to win this matchup? In my book, I think Zverev takes him out in four sets. But this is probably one of the most intriguing fourth-round matchups of the tournament, or at least of the fortnight. Mm -hmm. um, I got Zverev over FAA. Who you like? Yeah, I hate to say it, but I'm I'm kind of leaning. I think Zverev will pull this one out. Um, and for the Canadian, young Canadian, yeah, I want him. I get a feeling that he still is not 100% convinced that he belongs with the big yeah, dog. And and he's got every weapon in the book. Right. He's got, you know. And uh, so I'm going to give, just because Zverev has the experience, a little more experience, and he's a little older, um, and I give him the edge. And I agree with you. I think it'll be four sets. Um, Zverev can ebb and flow also. And if he comes out there and he's cold, you know, and FAA is confident, then we got a long five-set match. Yeah. Um, but, uh I kind of agree with you. I think Zverev comes through that on that one. Even though I would love to see Felix uh, pull this one out. Sure. And, uh, and he's destined. I think he's going to get there. Yeah. Once he gets uh, that belief in, he's going to he's going to he's going to be a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, speaking of fan favorites, hmm. the next matchup, <laughs> the goat. Roger Federer, the goat. The goat plays the young. Where is he from? Senega is from where? Italy. It it Italian. Italian. Another Italian. Italian. Um, so, I, I just don't believe at this point in the tournament, Roger's going to lose a fourth-round matchup. So, in my opinion, I like Roger over Sinego, Um, Just because he's been there, Sinego's not necessarily a natural grass court player. The court, center court, you know Roger's going to be on center court, um, is going to play to Roger's strengths. He's starting to get better. He's getting by these matches. If you didn't see... His fourth round, a uh, third round matchup uh, against Daniel Evans today. Um, or Cam Nori. I'm sorry, Cam Nori. Um, he uh, he played well enough to win, and that bodes well for Fed fans. Mm -hmm. 
but he didn't really excite you like he has in the past where you're like, oh, there's Fed. So I like uh, Fed over Sonego. What do you what do you think? I'm going to go with you on that one, Ralph, even though, uh, you know, Sonego, who I also call Ralph Macchio, Karate <laughs> Kid. Right. Let me look at this guy, especially when he has that red headband on. Wax just, on, wax off. Wax on, wax off. And you know what he did at the final. He had to put the crane up. <laughs> Absolutely. But I don't think the cranes don't work for him no. on this one. I think that uh, Federer is, he's in the second week of, of, of Wimbledon. And uh, I see him going through this match. And uh, and the old guy, 40 years old, man. I mean, it's, it's amazing. But I agree with you on his match against Cam Norrie. Uh, I think his experience mm -hmm. and his tennis IQ and his guile and his ability to just hang in there and do what he needed to do to win. It wasn't the best federal we've ever seen. And, and Cam took it to him on some points. He did. I mean, and he had the crowd behind him. But, you know, Federer, he, he was just fed. Yeah. And uh, so I see him also. I agree with you on that. He'll get past, he'll get past Ralph Macchio. And... Uh, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and win it for Cobra Kai <laughs> and defeat Cobra Kai. That Cooper. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I digress. Anyway, so the the the, the next matchup uh, for the fourth round is the last one uh, at the bottom of the men's draw. The uh, Medvedev, the Mad Russian, <laughs> uh, the Mad Genius on the tennis court versus Herzog. Um, I like Medvedev over Herzog because I, I mean, here's what I like. I know Herzog won a tournament. Yes. Um, just Miami. recently. He won Miami. <laughs> yeah. That's impressive. Um, coming off the pandemic, Herzog coming out of nowhere and hadn't really heard of him. Uh, pulled out what has to be thus far one of the more impressive wins in a uh, Masters 1000 tournament, beating everybody, all comers. But, you know, you got to realize everybody's still coming back from COVID. Not everybody's 100%. True. And Medvedev, he, you know, he's number two in the world for a reason. And you don't just surpass Nadal and Novak and get in that conversation, beating the players like Team and everybody else uh, in the top five without doing something. So Medvedev, even though he lost his first matchup this year on grass at Holly or Hale, um, he's improved. He won the, the last tournament, uh, which gave him some momentum in Mallorca on grass. So. Uh, I like him over Herzog uh, in the fourth round. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of go with you on that one. Uh, and Herzog can play now, and he that was a that was a uh, he won and he did win Miami, and of course he beat I think he beat Center in the finals right. of that. And uh, but and he's a good up and coming player who's coming into his own. Yeah. But uh, Medvedev had a challenge against Chilich, and uh, he he raised his game. And did what he had to do to win, right. and that's that's what a veteran. He's becoming that veteran, and that's what they do, just like Fed did. You know, they don't have to play the best game, but they did what they had to do to win. And I think Medvedev is going to figure out a way to get around Hercarts, and uh, I think he's going to uh, he's going to send the young pole home uh, without a victory tomorrow um, uh, in the fourth round. But it's going to be a good match. It's going to be an interesting match. Uh, you got two styles, Hercarts. He he can. He's another one. I mean, he can come out of nowhere and just play big, big serve tennis. And Medvedev, you know, like your mad genius, uh, is going to have to bring all of his uh, bring all of his capabilities. But I think he's going to come through that one. Yeah, I I, I think so too. Yeah. Um. So let let's since we're talking predictions a little early, um, who do you have as your popcorn match on the men's side? For me, uh, the first one uh, uh, I want to see um, for the men, um, the immediate popcorn match, I will go with uh, catch. I also will go with catching off in uh, quarter. I think that's going to be a good uh, match of styles. I would like to see how they go up against each other. And also Shapovalov and Batista Agud. For me, that's a con two contrasting styles. You got the, the heady, steady, you know, consistent player that gets the ball back and makes you, and then you got the player that just goes, you know, lights out, bang, bang, you know, and so that's going to be a good match to watch just because of the two contrasting styles of play. That's going to make it very interesting. And that's in the fourth round. Right. Okay. Um, I think for my popcorn matchups on the men's side, uh, starting with the fourth round, 
I think we already talked about it. Zverev versus FAA. Uh, and I agree with the quarter versus Hatchinoff match. Um, both of those two popcorn matches should be very entertaining for our first, fourth round. Um, what do you think about your popcorn matches for uh, on the women's side in the fourth oh, round? Oh, man, there's a couple of them on the women's side. We got, uh, I would tell you, uh, I want to Sviatek and Jabul. That, to me, that one jumps out at me. I just can't wait for that match. I really want to see. I think that's going to be an interesting uh, uh, women's match. And I can't wait for that one. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, Rucker. Well, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think that is the popcorn match of the fourth round, mm -hmm. whether it's men's or women's. I mean, yeah. clearly, uh, Jabor uh, is a, a darling of the, of the media right now and of Wimbledon. Uh, versus Suyatek, who is, you know, uh, the young French Open champion uh, from a year ago. Um, yeah, I, I think that's just going to be uh, the the match to watch of the tournament thus far. So far, yeah. You know, uh, other popcorn matches I have. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ash Barty and and uh, Pratchikova, and that once again you got uh, that player Ash Barty who is. Has Grand Slam title and Trajakova, who now has Grand Slam title. Yeah. And they're going to, they're both two very good players. One on the rise, one is a, is already a young veteran, but she, I consider Barty a veteran. And she's been in battles. Um, and she's going to be in one on this match. I look for this to be a very tight match. Um, like I said, I'm going to give the edge to Barty, but it's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah. Krajikova comes out of this one winning. I'm not going to be surprised, but I, you know, it's that's going to be a match on the women's side to watch in that fourth round. Um, now, other one uh, we could look at. There are two more I want to just throw at you. First one is the Raducanu, just because she's the darling of the of the tournament. She was like kind of like what golf was two years ago, you know. Just yeah. to, and she's a Brit, so right. England is loving it and. Uh, so I just I think and you know if like I said we have the crowd behind her that's going to be interesting watching just just on that alone not not that the the, the matchup is going to be that great I don't know but uh, can she pull it together and she seems to be happy on that center court sure. and she's going to be on the center court right they're going to have Rob there and then the last one of course that I look at is golf and Kerber um, this could be the match that you're going to watch and you're going to say this was the match where golf assumed her role. As one of the uh, top players, top players yeah. in the women's side in the WTA, it could be a win over Kerber at Wimbledon. I feel like that will give her a confidence. She's gonna have to put it together now, but a win like that is going to, you know, we'll say well, that was the match where she turned it around. Yeah. So that's why that's that's also on my popcorn. That's one one I'm gonna really want to watch and document it, and we'll see because I think she's gonna emerge out of that as a um, you know, uh, as a major player in this game, which she's destined to be. Now, she's still young, still 17. However, um, she wouldn't be the first, you know, teenager to emerge. You know, Steffi Graf did it. You know, the teenager emerged. Uh, uh, so it, it can happen. Not saying that she's Steffi Graf, but I'm just saying uh, another teenager that just – Bloomed early. Right. She got it. And it seems like each time she gets better and better. She has her pits, ups and downs, and her ebbs and flows. But she seems to be putting it together. She has a solid base behind her. Her dad and her mom. And, of course, you know, uh, Patrick is there. And right. So uh, those are mo those would be my popcorn matches on the women's side. Okay. Well, cool. All right. Well, we, 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 we kind of went a little early uh, with the predictions. But... Um, Let's talk about some of the surprises of the tournament thus far. Um, so I'm going to start with the men's side. Um, on the men's side, some of the surprises that have, have uh, kind of uh, surprised me thus far. Uh, I'm going to be real brief. Um, 13 of the 16 seeds are now in the fourth, fourth round. Yeah. Um, you know, despite all the possible upsets, most of the seeds, they've made it, yeah. you know. And according to their seeding, that means the tournament did a good job of the seeding. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have that many seeds still available in the fourth round, 
that really, really means that the seeds are exactly where they, they need to be. Um, on the other side, uh, my, my second surprise is, again, the great American or the great young American that we're, we're, we're watching him blossom uh, as a player on, right before our eyes. Uh, Sebastian Corder, you know, he's looked like he belongs with the top players um, more so than his opponents. He looks more comfortable. He looks more comfortable on grass, mm -hmm. even though he's yeah. not really played a lot of tennis on grass. Um, the fact that he took out two seeds, he took out Demonar in the first round, he took out Daniel Evans in the yeah. last round. Yeah. He looked like he belonged. He looked like he was the one that expected to win more so than they did. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's saying a whole lot at this level. Um, and for my third surprise on the men's side, um, Daniel Medvedev. You know, again, we've, we've, we've been talking about how well, in fact, you mentioned with, the, um, uh, with his match against Chilich today where he actually uh, came back from two sets to, to none down and pull it out in the uh, best of five where he blitzed Marin in that fifth set. Yeah. I mean, Marin, he just he just dismantled him. Yeah. Mentally, his game kind of fell apart with the forehands falling out. Uh, Medvedev has looked really good, you know, after losing his first match of the season on, on grass. Um, he's looked like he's really, really comfortable playing well and playing better and better as he gets. We forget that he just won before, the, uh, before Wimbledon he won Mallorca on grass. Mm -hmm. So that was a good win for him. That's probably added to his uh, his level of comfort, comfort uh, as well as uh, his confidence on the surface. So what, what do you think about your surprises on the men's, on the men's side? Yeah, I, I, I concur with the ones you said. The only one I want to add um, that and, – and Wimbledon is one of those tournaments, usually those players who uh, – uh, it favors a certain type of player, but let me let me rephrase that. It used to favor a certain type of player. Right now, players that years ago we would have said probably wouldn't have done well on grass are doing well on grass, and that you know that has a lot to do. You can argue it could have a lot to do with the technology. It could have a lot to do with the players, the you know the athleticism of the players, or also has something to do with the grass. The grass is different than it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, years ago and ball so it bounces higher ball bounces higher so it now favors these guys with the big uh uh heavy topspin forehands and that sort of thing um but one surprise to me um uh, and i look at um i looked at um the uh Bukovic. um and for me i i was he's he did well during the um he did well. Uh, he had uh, some wins and, and some uh, good tournament play uh, right after Proof Folks came out and started playing after COVID and uh, had some good results. I never saw him as – when I looked at his game and the way he plays his game, I didn't think – he seemed to me kind of streaky, and he was on a streak, and I said, well, this guy, this, you know, he's going to be a flash in the pan. I think he just had a hot streak now. But but he has proven to me to be a solid player, and I'm looking – He you know, he's – He's beat some that I was impressed with his win over Schwartzman, Diego Schwartzman. Um, and we yeah. talked about that match. That was one of the matches I kind of thought because Schwartzman's that kind of crafty player, but he used his head. He wasn't a, a big streaky player. And in that match, he used his head and he played, you know, played. And so he was a surprise to me. And I'm going to tell you, he's going up against Rublev in the fourth round. And I kind of picked Rublev, but you know what? I won't be surprised if Fukovic took this one and took out Rublev and made it to the quarters. Um, the kid, the, you know, this he's a young man. He seems uh, he's a little older, so he's not a young young kid, but he's still, but uh, Hungarian. And uh, but I, he was a surprise to me. I was surprised that he had gotten this far, and uh, I didn't think he would, but he proved me wrong. And hey, uh, he he was a surprise. Everyone else, I agree with you. Um, one other thing too, uh, just real quick. I'm, you know. The um in the men's draw, there is one other player that I just you know, and I'm I'm thinking this kid, you know, and we we did not pick him to win or come through, but maybe this could be, and that is uh, is the Canadian, you know, FAA, um, and the match against Kyrgios wasn't his best moment, and then you know, but playing against Nick Kyrgios is going, you got to go through some stuff. Yeah, he held, and uh. 
I looked at his, and, and of course, Nick Kyrgios had some type of abdominal pain in that second set because he just, and I think he controlled the first set, but it was more he controlled the first set because I think Aja Ali Asim was nervous. I yeah. think he was kind of out of sorts. He's on the main stage. This is the first time really, you know, at this point, he's still a young kid and learning. Um, I think I'm wondering if this would settle, if this, getting through this, kind of settles him down. And he goes in now. He knows he's the underdog against Zavera. Right. He has really nothing to lose. He Some people think he shouldn't have even gotten this far. They think he should have lost to Curios if Curios had been healthy. So he's playing with house money. Sure. Maybe this will allow him to relax and go out there and execute a game plan that could take Zavera out. And, you know, we know Zavera, if that serve goes bad, he goes bad. So, right. I mean, anything can happen. So that's that's one of the surprises that he got there. But, you know. Yeah, I'm could, sure. You know, he could make some headway. Yeah, we'll I'm, I'm sure he'll take it, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. I would. <laughs> so, on the women's side, um, here are my surprises. Uh, obviously, we've already kind of touched on this. Um, Emma Raducanu. Um, like James said, uh, she's the young Brit, 18 years old. She's the first Brit in the open era to reach this the fourth round. And also the youngest. Um, uh-huh. She's currently ranked 338, but uh, after the fortnight, her ranking is going to go into, uh, I think it's going to be in the top 100s. Um, she'll probably still need to qualify for the next Grand Slam but or a wild card to, uh, to get in. But, you know, she's been the darling of the tournament, you know. And, of course, the Brits love to root for their own. Of mm-hmm. course, who wouldn't? Yep. Um, so... Uh, Emma has been a, a, a real bright spot thus far, so she's a big surprise. Uh, Smash Nova, Samus Nova, however you want to pronounce her name, <laughs> uh, playing like like I said, uh, Sharapova. She's hitting the ball flat and hard and going for her shots. You know, she beat Sloan. Uh, Sloan made her work. Um, you saw some of that um, erratic, um, unpredictability, uh, 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 unforced errors from her in from her in that match. But she she still defeated a Grand Slam opponent. She defeated a tough opponent in the first round. She won in the second round um, over a C, where she took out Jessica Pakula. Uh, and she beat a former Grand Slam winner in the third round in Sloan Stevens. So, you know, she's doing what she has to do. That's why I think she's a surprise. Um, but here's the one thing that I, I'm start, still trying to figure out. Why does she need to get a wild card? She got a wild card into the tournament. But she's currently ranked, at least from based on what I have, she's ranked 65 in the world. Uh, as far as I remember, top one, the, the tournament's 128 uh, spots. Of course, some are set for wild cards, and there are a certain number set for, um, for those that go through the qualities. But if you're in the top 100, you are pretty much automatically get an automatic bid into the tournament as long as you pay your fees. So that's, a, that's also a perplexing kind of... Uh, wonderment that I have about Samus Nova. Mm-hmm. Um, my third surprise of the tournament thus far has been Victoria Gobelik. Nobody knows who she is. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, here's who she's beaten to get to this point in the tournament. She's beaten Kudamertova. She was a ranked po- op- opponent. Uh, she destroyed, absolutely destroyed Danielle Collins. Yeah. She beat her 2-0. and oh. But again, again, Danielle may have had uh, she, she may have been coming off of uh, some kind of ailment from surgery. Yes, and not so unsurprisingly, she beat the brakes off of Madison Bringle. Madison, if you don't know her game, she's a, she's a retriever. She, mm-hmm. she just gets balls back in play, but mm-hmm. she's not going to hurt you. She'll be consistent sometimes, and she'll be erratic some other times. So beating... Uh, Bringle is not a big surprise, but the fact that she, for the two Americans that she's played, she's given up a total of five games. That's impressive. No matter when you're playing Uh, at this level, it's all, uh, you gotta, you gotta beat the the player across the net. So uh, not a lot of really big things to say about her game. Other than she's got a one-handed backhand, uh, which kind of reminds me the way she swings the, the racket. Some, some might say like Justine Anna from Belgium, former number one player. But um, other than that, th- that's all I got as far as my surprises. Who do you like? Yeah, or who I, did you have? I kind of concur with yours. Um, one, only other one I was going there, making a 
uh, and that's that's uh, that's Ange Jabour. Um and and I and surprise surprise not so much that she has the talent and I'm but I'm I'm happy to see her get this far and will she get even farther like I said uh, we'll see uh, I would like to see her get there and I think I got a feeling about it got a feeling about it but I'm surprised that she got this far but since she's gotten this far I think that's going to be you know and especially what she went through to get here. Uh, she might get on into that quarters, and uh, it will be interesting to see. That's going to be one that we're looking forward to seeing. Okay. This this whole this whole tournament, I think you know, you talk about surprises. I mean, we they do the seeds and they put these players out here, and and but the thing is, you know, your numbers are one thing, but what you do when you get on the court, that's a whole different thing. Absolutely. And uh, you know, you can always say, oh, this player should have beaten this player. Well, woulda, shoulda, coulda. You didn't. Okay. So, and 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 at that moment, you know, that person might not be a better player than you, but they were a better player than you at that moment, and that's all that counts. And so, um, that's that's why you got to play the got to play the match. You know, it's not one on paper; it's one on the court. And uh, so, it, it, we have some combinations here. I think it's going to have. You know, maybe your favorite didn't make it this far. That's okay because there's a long. You know, come toward the. Mid mid of this season, so there's gonna be a lot more tennis. You'll get to see them, and you know if they didn't make it at Wimbledon, they got the U.S. Open coming up, and, right? And New York's gonna open it up. <laughs> Absolutely, everybody's gonna be mm -hmm. able to come in and uh, and and be there, right? And, they, and that that's made a difference. That's that's another thing too. Um, um, having the people in the stands has made a difference. It, it kind of makes it like it's. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. this is what it's all about, and I know we're still going. We haven't gotten through COVID yet. I said post COVID earlier, and we're not post COVID, folks. I we are still in the midst of a pandemic. However, as as people who love the game and love it's great to see those people in the stands. Oh, yeah. It's great to have those Brits cheering for their their countrymen, and and that's what that's what this game is all about. Yeah. All right. Yep. The, the fans definitely make it, and I'm sure the not only the players love it, but the fans love being there as well. And yeah. we wish we were there. Yeah, so definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, it was funny, you know. You see Ash Barty and, and hit these people in England, and they're doing the Aussie, Aussie, oi, oi, uh, yeah, I know. You know, and and people are yelling for their the signs and everything, and that's that's what the grandson. We missed that. Right. We missed that, and I'm glad to see that coming back. I'm glad it's coming back gradually. I don't want to see a packed house, but it looked packed from here. Yeah. The cameras, but uh, I'm happy to see that, and hopefully everything will be go well in New York um, uh, for the Open. But yeah. right now, Wimbledon has been it's been uh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. It's been yeah. good so far. So good. First week. Okay. So before we start to wrap things up, um, one last thing. Um, so, who you got for not a prediction for who's going to win the tournament, yeah. but who you like for your men's finalists? Who you got? Well, you know, I'm gonna go with the Joker from the top half. I think the Joker is going to make it to the uh, make it to the uh, the last day. He'll be on that last on that last day of the championships, and then on the other side. All right, man. You know it's hard. It's hard. It's hard not to put Fed up in there. Sure, it really is. And so I'm not even gonna make it hard. Right. I'm gonna put Fed up in there. Okay. Um. And to me, um, this could be the swan song. Could be. And I'm not. You know, it, this might be. And I think Federer kind of realizes that. Yeah. I think with the double knee surgeries, I think he his his tennis mortality has been brought to him full circle and. I think just like uh, I think he wants to uh, think he wants to make every moment count. Yeah. I think he's going to put it together. I think he'll get through Sinego. Uh I think he will get through Met. It will be hard, but I think Medvedev will probably come out in that match with Hercots, and I think Fed will get past him. And I think he can get. It's going to be tough. I think Berrettini's going to come through in that semis, um, and I think he'll find a way to get through. Sure. Uh, I think he, he, in my sense, I think he thinks maybe this might be my last time. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, this has been, Center Court has been my home for quite a few years. Yeah. and uh, Over a decade. Right. So I'm going to go out, and even though some people say, Skinner, you're not going out on a limb. You're picking, you know, the two tops. 
uh, two of the top players of all time. Yeah, but still, this is a different time. So, but I'm still going to go out and think. Uh, think that they'll still find a way to get to the finals. Sure. Okay. So for me, I like Novak versus Medvedev. Just plain and simple. Uh, we've already said Novak is on a is on a, a tear. Uh, he's 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 looking at history, and I think he has the ability to get there. Uh, Medvedev, like I said before, um, he's just playing better and better on grass. And getting by Chilich earlier means that uh, he's probably playing on house money, and, mm -hmm. and he's he likes that that villain role that he seems <laughs> to take. Uh, so what do you what do you think about the, the women's? Who you got to win the women's? Okay, women's side is a little different. Um, and here, here's what I'm... I, I said Ash Barty's going to come through. If Ash Barty comes through her match with uh, Kajikova, uh, I see her getting all the way through to the finals. Okay, I think that's going to be the biggest stumbling block for her right now um, because this girl is good. She's just that good. And uh, she's not going to be afraid of the moment. And we'll see. But I think if she gets past that match, I think she's all the way into the finals. Now, um, and I even say that again, and I would like to see her in, in that semifinals. If Coco Golf gets past Kerber, Coco Golf is in the semis. Coco Golf is in the semis. And possibly, like I said before, this could be the moment. I mean, the court is playing well. She She's just getting better and better and better. I mean, there's a chance she could get past Barty. But I think Barty's biggest obstacle right now is going to be Kajikova to get her into the into the finals. Coco Golf, if she gets past Kerber, she's definitely in the semis, and she could possibly move on even farther uh, to the finals. Uh, and I would look on the other half. Uh, the other half we're looking at, well, you're just going to go with the, um, um, I'm looking at uh, Sweatek, if she gets past Jabur. Even though I said I think Jabur will win this one, but if Suyate gets back, she's the type. If she gets past this tough hurdle, she'll go all the way. If Jabur gets past her tough hurdle, I got one of those two making it to the semis. I got one of those two. And I know we got Cyberlink in there, and, and I heard you said about Gubas Pliska was there, Samson. I just got the feeling that that, that semifinalist is coming through, going to be in that. And... Uh, uh, it's going to be one of those players. I got Isriatek or Jabour. To me, those are the two players that seem like I think that they're going to figure out a way to get to uh, into the semis. But they're playing each other. So whichever one gets through, that's what I'm going with. So again, who are your finalists? So we're going in. <laughs> so we're going. Okay. So I went around. I went around the bend on that one. However, I here's what I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Jabour against Ash Barty. Okay, that works. That works. Well, tennis fans, thanks again for another episode. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to us, and hopefully you will come back. That is it for this episode, and we will see you again on Which Side Do You Want?